Hey everyone, welcome to Postcard Brews. This is the podcast where we do a review while drinking a cold brew. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm John. And we have another cool episode laid out for for this one. We got a lot of positive feedback from our mm. episode last week, the the future of cinema. Lots of good feedback. People mm. are, are giving us compliments left and right. They really like our open forum discussion. Mm-hmm. And since we're still trying to like keep this podcast going during mm-hmm. these unprecedented times, just everyone's using that phrase unprecedented now and like yeah. the commercials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's just like coined in my head now. Yeah. But like we're just we're still trying to figure everything out. So mm-hmm. we figured we're gonna just do another episode kinda like that. But except we're gonna be talking about the future of T V. Yeah. Like what is going on with television? Mm-hmm. How has it evolved from let's say ten, twenty years ago until until now? And what's gonna happen? Yeah, and, and I think this is a good episode to do just because obviously movies were so like limited, but I feel like T V has really kind of there's been so much of it that we watched, whether it was, you know, in the beginning when everyone was watching Tiger King up until now where, you know, it seems like everybody's watching something like the, the Umbrella Academy on uh, Netflix, you know. So so things like that. And I think there's been a lot of TV that we can talk about. And you're right, Dave. I think the conversation of, like, what did TV look like 10 years ago? What are we seeing now? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You don't really realize how much TV people watch, like, every day. Like, TV's a big part of people's lives, whether, like, Indirectly, directly, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Watching the news, watching the game, yeah, watching yeah. a movie. Mm-hmm. I know, think I think people are on TV, TV a lot more than they think they are. Yeah, and I think even looking back at some of the episodes we've done, like we, you know, I mean, we reviewed El Camino, but like that was just as much a Breaking Bad tribute, and then we you game know, reviewed of Thrones. Game of Thrones and Lost, and I think we did a we we actually did a uh, Forgotten Files. When we first started this, it was all about, like, forgotten comedies. I think we talked about My Name's Earl. We talked about How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those, like, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Has there been anything specifically you've been watching recently, John? Um, I've been watching, like, a few different shows. I actually just uh, finished The Sopranos not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, that's a big show, and that's something that you can watch now on HBO Max. I've been going through watching, you know, Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. um... As far as new shows, I definitely want to get into uh, like the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, um, I've been watching that Central Park on Apple TV mm-hmm. Plus, which is pretty good. Yeah, um, and I actually just started uh, like Lost. Okay, not long ago. So usually I'll watch like one like big show at a time, which right now is Lost, mm-hmm. and then I'll watch some like smaller like yeah. comedies here and there. So how far are you in Lost? Uh, the fourth. I just watched the Walkabout. Okay, Lock. Cool. So. Yeah, that's that's a great episode. Yeah, it's a good one. The Boars. It's their food. They, they never really explained the boars in that show, did they? I mean, they were kind of like the polar bears. They were kind of just there. That's just wild boars. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but the polar bears, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess they somehow were able to survive on, on that island for so long, right? Go back and check out our Lost episode, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deep dive. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, we also have a beer today, right? Yeah, we got a, yeah. a nice beer from... Uh, Conchahawka Brewing Company, go figure. Mm-hmm. We're always going to Conchahawkin. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Conchahawkin, Cape May. Yeah, That's those, those are ones. our two spots. This, yeah. this isn't one that I would categorize for uh, our Brews of Summer Tour, but this is one that really just caught our eye mm-hmm. and kind of in line with talking about TV as we are today. John, what are we drinking? Uh, today we have the I Saw a Tiger Sour IPA. Um, so definitely relevant, I guess, with TV with Tiger King. Yeah, and definitely like we we're saying, timely with the Tiger King. 
Mm-hmm. Although I feel like everyone's forgotten about that show already. <laughs> right. When this and, came out, I think it was probably already because I think this maybe they made this maybe like like early June or so. Yeah. So yeah. that was even kind of already past that. All right. But do we just want to crack it open and kind of see what happens? Sure. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Pick up while it's cold, ladies. Yeah, here you go. Just like looking up in line with what I was saying earlier. In 2017 alone, an average U.S. consumer spent 238 minutes. That's round off to about four hours or four hours daily watching TV. Mm. According to a Nielsen report, United States adults are watching five hours and four minutes of television per day, on an average of 35 hours a week, slightly more than 77 days per per year. TV. What's also like a another conversation, just like the screen culture that we're in. Like mm-hmm. whether we're watching TV or not, we're always watching something on a screen. Always something. It's kind of scary that the, the screen culture, though. Mm-hmm. You know, just people who are constantly watching something, viewing something, right? Streaming. Yeah, yeah. and streaming's the big part of like how TV's evolved too mm-hmm. and I can't wait to talk about that because I think that's going to like really drive this conversation but I really I got to really think about like TV back when we were like kids mm-hmm. yeah, TV was so different back then like when, yeah. when we were kids I, I I mentioned it a couple episodes ago remember the TV guy channel mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. how you would have to watch that channel to mm-hmm. if you wanted to see what was coming on if you didn't have like the 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 paper TV guide. See what was next. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I remember. Yeah, you'd go on TV Guide channel. You'd see like, all right, this is gonna play on TBS. Whereas like, now all you gotta do is just go on demand, and like that episode of I don't know The Simpsons that you missed last night, mm-hmm. you can watch it just like that. You know, so it's different time. But yeah, so I mean, ten years ago, TV, you know, we didn't have all these like streaming services where you can watch everything on demand. It was just. You well, watched it right there. Well, ten years ago, I mean, twenty ten, Netflix was still was around then, right? It was. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think it was mostly. I think they did have the streamer back then. Definitely not nearly as popular as it is now. I think it was like but, right on the cusp because like we were in college, like mm-hmm. two thousand eleven, watching Netflix when we got it. Yeah, well, yeah. I remember watching it on the Wii. The Wii, yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah when that could be like a channel added to it. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, I and mean, I think most people remember Netflix as like that. You know, you mailed, you got the DVDs that came in the mail. We never had that, but, you no. know, we I always just started with the streaming. But, yeah, and you know, you're right, Dave. Like, on-demand was still around and all this stuff. Definitely not nearly the point that it is now. But, you know, it was mostly just, I mean, basic cable was still really big. I remember when, like, basic cable was around, like, right mm-hmm. when, like, streaming was a thing. It would be websites like the nbc like dot com mm-hmm. where you watch full episodes here yeah yeah like that was mm-hmm. that was a big thing well y- and you know where i used to watch like so like something like the office like if i missed the office on thursday night you go on there on friday afternoon and it would be on hulu that was before you needed a subscription for hulu so you could just watch those episodes there um definitely different now but you know it different it, it's interesting to kind of look back 10 years ago and see what it was like right I think I might be showing my age a little bit because, like, I remember being like nine, ten, and just having just to scroll through the channels up and down. There was no guide mm-hmm. on like on the bottom of the screen. It was just like whatever you you had to watch every channel yeah, to, to yeah. find what you wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. You knew. I'm trying to think of what. 
I think I always remember FX was 51, 53, I think. 53 was FX, yeah. I think 52 is TBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it still is. I think it is, yeah. It's like 552. Five, 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 two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the HD channels, you had at like 3. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the the cable, like, descriptions that I had, I have Fios, and you'd have, like, 700 channels of just music channels. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, people liked them, you know? The music videos. <laughs> uh, I remember we, uh, we have to, there was an episode that we really wanted to watch, or, like, if we were going to miss it, mm-hmm. record on an old VHS. Yeah. Remember yeah. them? Yeah. I never knew how to set, like, the timer on it, though. Yeah, that was always confusing for I me. Never, I never understood how to do that, but I always knew, like, I wanted to tape, you know, you'd have to tell somebody, like, make sure you tape such and such at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. I was never the one that usually would, like, be the one recording because I think I probably recorded over three significant family events mm-hmm. yeah. just from trying to record, like, an episode of, like, The Rugrats or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Something important, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about where, you know, where TV was, like we were saying, 10 years ago and kind of where it's at now right yeah i well like you look back at like the history of tv and it was a lot of like rom-coms comedies mm-hmm. i think the genre that really like changed the way tv is is reality tv mm-hmm. yeah yeah you got shows like uh the bachelor the bachelorette survivor was a big one that uh, dancing with the stars yeah <laughs> what was that face? That's sour that's sour <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah a little bit um yeah, Survivor was big. A Jer- lot of those shows. Jersey Shore was one of the more recent like big ones. Jersey Shore, yeah. Probably right about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 2009, I, yeah, 2010. Just, the, the, the reality genre, I think, really changed the landscape of, of TV, and like it kind of pushed the boundaries for what could be shown and what couldn't be shown, you know? Mm-hmm. Big Brother. Yeah, things like that. I I'm, I was never really into reality TV either. Like I, I, think I the could most, care less about it, yeah. The most... You know, extensive reality TV show I watch, I'd say, is probably like Top Chef. That's about yeah. it. So I like Hell's, I like Hell's Kitchen. That's good too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're like, I mean, they're reality TV, but they're like kind of like serious competitions, like I yeah. guess at the same time. So yeah. Master Chef. I heard. I heard like some Master Chef was like, not all that's worked up the bay like behind the scenes. I've heard yeah, like people like they got they've gotten cut, came on like tell, telling their stories now. I feel mm. like Hell's Ki- Hell's Kitchen always looked like really fake to me. It was always really entertaining, but yeah. like they lose the challenge and they got to go like unload ice from like mm. the bus. Like I just like yeah, I, like there that was really I think walking the fine line between like reality mm. and competition. I always felt like Hell's Kitchen always like runs like clockwork. It's just like the chefs go in there and they know like all right, I'm gonna get yelled at, I'm gonna get screamed at, and yeah, I'm gonna have to do something stupid like haul ice off of this truck or you know go on a roller coaster well, remember, there was i remember there was one where they like they had to tackle these like pigs they like tied ingredients to like pigs and they had to like tackle them down like that was what they got to work with <laughs> yeah you didn't like that that is really really sour it's tart i saw a tiger you know i, I think one thing you're seeing now is the reality tv sort of kind of blending into the like netflix and things like that it's mostly netflix i don't know if other streamers are really doing it but i feel like netflix is having a lot of those like love you know type like queer eyes stuff like that yeah things like that like that's big on netflix for sure you also have like that like it was that love is blind or something i think that's one of them love island i I don't know yeah besides like those examples i really think like the reality kind of genre is staying with network tv like Mm mm-hmm 
some of the ones I mentioned earlier, like The Bachelor and uh, Dancing with the Stars, they're on ABC. I don't know if Fear Factor still on TV or not, but like one of those like competition shows, like yeah. Top Chef, it's on like mm-hmm. it's on Fox, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, Bravo. I, that's on Bravo. Yeah. But I, so I I think like streaming is really taking over the uh, the TV market mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Because like one thing we're gonna be talking about is a lot of these big networks now are starting to move away from cable mm-hmm. and starting their own online streaming services. Yeah. You yeah. look at um. NBC with Peacock and CBS, mm-hmm. Netflix. I mean, Netflix and Amazon, are, I think, have revolutionized the way TV has been because mm-hmm. they they started their own content. Yeah, they yeah. had they've had their they've been doing mm-hmm. this for years now. Yeah, yeah. so everyone's just trying to play catch up mm-hmm. now. Disney, I, I want to say Disney caved in with Disney Plus, but like mm-hmm. they they're a niche market and they really are are taking over everything now. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it's interesting when you bring up kind of the different streamers because I feel like each one kind of has their own little like thing. Like I feel like Netflix is just Netflix is all over the place. Like I can't really pinpoint it. Like I think Amazon is good for like they they've been doing a lot of like uh, book to TV adaptations. Mm-hmm. So you got like Jack Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think of what else you have. They've done a few others, haven't they? I think that Good, good Omens was based on a book. Okay. Um, yeah. They get that superhero yeah. show, right? That based on a comic book. The, the boys. boys. The boys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the thing that Netflix is probably known for is just the original content. So I guess whereas like Hulu, you know, just pull a show that was already on from somewhere mm-hmm. on some other network years ago. Yeah. Or, you know, Amazon will do those adaptations. Netflix does adaptations too, but I think they pull a lot of like original content and like they do that in like all their, their shows. Like Netflix doesn't have to rely on having... I mean, they probably mm-hmm. do rely on having the elephants a lot still, but, like, I don't think they need to anymore because yeah. they develop their own, like, stuff. Yeah. I, f- I found that with Netflix, the their original content, that they don't advertise as well, that you hear more from, like, word of mouth mm-hmm. like, I was on just, social media. It gets yeah. more attention than if they were going to, like, make posters of things. That's, you know what I mean? That's a great point. I, I think that that's maybe where Netflix is really kind of, like, hits it really well where it's... It seems like a... I didn't mean to cut you off... Mm-hmm. It seems like Netflix and Hulu write the checks for their their more more popular stuff like John was saying. They they pay to get like Seinfeld on. They pay to get mm-hmm. Breaking Bad on there. Yeah. Amazon does a great job of mm-hmm. they're like completely original. Like yeah. I mean they they buy movies and mm-hmm. they because that they're like a yeah. I guess like a a third party for mm-hmm. these movie production companies. Yeah. So oh, they allow and they, them and they to, have their own studio too. Yeah. So, so they, it's like yeah. they, they, I think they do a better job with their original content. Mm-hmm. I think Sneaky Pete's supposed to be really good. We talked about yeah, um, yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Bosch is one of those other ones that mm-hmm. I, I couldn't think of at the time, but one of those you know books. But there TV. is some good Netflix stuff out there too. Like yeah. the show You on Netflix was really good. Mm-hmm. I never even knew about it until I just it just showed up one day and I'm like, yeah. oh, let me check it out. Mm-hmm. And I I think you you bring up a great point, Dave. Where you say there's like word of mouth type things or like those sleeper hits. Um, one example is like like Stranger Things. Like that's a show that I. Like, I didn't even start watching that till a month after it premiered. And I think it was, again, like, one of those, like, word-of-mouth things. Like, everyone saw it, and they were like, oh, wow, this is awesome. You should watch this. That was really sour. Yeah. It's tart. <laughs> it's, it's getting better than after, after the first sip, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, that that's kind of Netflix's thing. And then, like we were saying with Amazon, you know, they're, they've been doing really well. I think they've been doing really well on, like, the movie front. And, like I said, like, just some of those, like, action TV shows. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, and I don't know where I would necessarily fit this, but like Hulu, I think that's probably my like favorite 
streaming service. I think Hulu's my... I mean, mm. I think of all the streaming services, the one I probably go on every day is Hulu. Yeah. Like, every day consistently. And it... it, it it almost sounds like a cop-out, because I don't really think I watch too much original content from Hulu, but they have a lot of shows that I like watching. Like you were yeah. saying, John, like Bob's Burgers, or Lost is on there. You Top know, Chef just is things on like there. that. Yeah. So. It's de- Hulu definitely has the most variety in terms of top-notch quality content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like shows people want to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is they get all those network, a lot of the network shows, they get a lot of the ABC shows. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing is I think some of them that are a little more adult, they don't want to put on yeah. AB, on uh, Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. I think since they own them, they leave, the Disney owns Fox, they leave it on Hulu. Yeah. I yeah. think their acquisition of FX was a power move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, they yeah. Get, and I think it really helped them, especially with like the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Of like you know, as you mentioned, FXX has like it's always sunny. That show Dave, yeah, right. it's yeah. like these these raunchy comedies that people love. Yeah, but that's the thing is I don't think people like people. A lot of them people don't have cable anymore, so they're not gonna. And I think even FXX like that's mm-hmm. like a premium channel, so like you yeah. have to have a certain thing to get it. But with FX on Hulu, people can watch those shows like Dave. And I think especially mm-hmm. when all this kind of happened, when like Hulu was smart when they did this because they had a whole plan where they were like, all right. That first week of March, we're going to premiere these, like, three new FX, FXX shows. Yeah. And that was kind of right. Granted, they didn't know that at the time, but that was right at, like, the onset of all this. So people Mm -hmm. were able to follow those shows. And it didn't matter if they were watching them when they were on TV because they could just watch it the next day on Hulu. And Hulu was really promoting them. So regardless of if all these, like, lockdowns and stuff happened, I think people would have found them on Hulu anyway. And I think it helped a lot of those shows get a bigger audience. Mm -hmm. And it's up for debate if Disney Plus, like, followed suit with hulu with the fx merger mm-hmm. when they they did they got discover discovery channel all the right. discover content National and they got Graphic, espn yeah. i would love to see how disney plus w- would have done if sports were not affected by this coronavirus at all mm-hmm. y- you know what i mean you mean people just watching like like how much like, people because like mm-hmm. the summertime was all all but like for the sports and everything yeah and football season coming up they never never had that Mm-hmm. the full ESPN plus content with the with everything things yeah yeah and, and i i think ESPN they must i think they their biggest hit was like the last dance right yeah that was that was a big one that was like the the big thing for there's them there's a show on there that Peyton Manning does the different places it's called Peyton's places mm-hmm. and he he interviews like i guess just like really interesting people it's it's kind of like a, the Jeff Goldblum show on Disney plus type thing yeah I feel like he's becoming such a character. Jeff Goldblum? Well, he's always been a character, but like Peyton Manning. I feel like they just like stupid, you know, make him so progressive stupid. or what not progressive. Um nationwide. Nationwide. Yeah. Come, they're hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got him and Brad Paisley now. Yeah. <laughs> so you think about all these different services that we that people are using. Netflix, YouTube, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Peacock. All, all the stuff that they have, is cable even worth it anymore? Like, are we paying more for all these services versus just seeing like taking a crapshoot of what's gonna be on on cable? I think at some point when you like add up all the numbers, like it's you're basically paying a cable bill. And to be honest with you, I feel like maybe you're even paying more more of a cable bill. That's kind of that's kind of how I feel. If you're paying like thirteen bucks for Netflix and you know, 12 bucks for that, like, Hulu 
Disney Plus ESPN bundle thing. But, you know, I think at some point, too, I feel like maybe whether it be like Comcast or, you know, Fios, Verizon, where like they just say like, all right, nobody's buying cable. Like, do we create our own bundle where like you buy like whatever package and you get like Netflix, Hulu, all them like all together. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but. I think the one upside to all these services is how you're able to share it. So, like, in my living situation right now, my brother pays for the uh, the Wi-Fi, and I, I pay for all the, all the, the services. Mm-hmm. So it it, it kind of evens out a little bit. Yeah. But it's also, like, if you and I – I was borrowing your HBO account when Game of Thrones was, was on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, to watch on, on the app. Yeah, you split them and share them, you know. So so it's, I think it definitely creates more flexibility for the consumer mm-hmm. than because you you can't share your cable with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you definitely are able to, and I mean I'm sure they don't like hearing that. <laughs> Something like Netflix, you know, they don't like the password sharing. But like I don't know how they, you know, how they're able to kind of stop that. Hey, they're getting they're getting their money, you know. I do think the only thing that's kind of tricky with this is like, so for instance, like us, like our family, like. We can all use HBO Max because HBO is mm-hmm. in our cable package. Yeah. If it wasn't in our cable package, they would, you know, you'd have to shell out the fifteen a month or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Granted, now maybe to have HBO in our cable package, it's somewhere around that price. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, but obviously something like Netflix is different because that's like just a premiere exclusive. Mm-hmm. But some of them are kind of tied to these TV networks that you maybe only get because yeah. you have them in your package. And I think something, and I know John, you can kind of highlight this a little bit, but like something like Peacock. Like, I think if you have Comcast Xfinity, you probably just get that already. I think, yeah. Like, I, you must and that came it. out, like, a little bit ago. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, let's jump into some of them, too. So, we could just start with, like, the Disney Plus. And I know we've... We did a whole review on Disney Plus, too, Dave. We did. <laughs> Forgot do about the, that. Uh, I think we talk about um, this service, like, once every episode. Too. Yeah, I mean, probably. Is, is yeah. this Murray's favorite streaming service? Might be. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> yeah. But... But with with Disney Plus though, kind of talking, and I, I feel like they're trying to do a lot of like premiere content, right? So they're trying to do like Marvel TV and Star Wars yeah, TV, and, 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 and that's like the that. thing I think is just I, I don't think I think Disney Plus banks a lot off of their library, like there's so much that they have. Mm-hmm. But like original content, like I I probably haven't been on this service in like weeks, and just nothing really on it's like had my yeah. like attention really. I don't think the coronavirus has helped this service at all. Not that they need, you know, the help or anything because people no. are watching all the movies and stuff on there. But in terms of them, yeah, like competing with like Netflix, which has something new come out almost every day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they just have these these Marvel shows. They have three Marvel shows that they pretty much just have to finish filming, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're, I think we were supposed to get Falcon and the Winter Soldier right about now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, they came out with the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I mean, they had some National Geographic type stuff, you know, here and there. But mm-hmm. and they maybe one or two movies. But yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of been quiet. I mean, like the thing that Disney Plus does that's kind of smart is they stagger their shows. So you know, they don't put them like full episodes out just on one date, like Netflix does with a lot of their stuff. They'll do mm-hmm. it weekly, which is smart because that gets people to talk about it more. Yeah, but. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. This is maybe one of the streaming services I use the least, but mm. I guess when you think about different demographics, you know, like a you know family with kids, they're probably on this every day. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you know, people like us were not. It's entertaining. Yeah, they're definitely at the disadvantage of not having like that binge-worthy content. I think the last like binge-worthy things they had were probably the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Those are the big things, right? Yeah. That they. Yeah. I think they need like. Waiting for those Marvel shows to come on, it's like series mm-hmm. that you can you can watch multiple episodes, and yeah. they can, they can control what they like want to release an episode each week like, like they did with mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that aspect of being able to watch it like on a weekly basis than just you know All the Mandalorian. I would have finished that in an entire weekend if that was available. You know, might have been a day if I was if I was hungover enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's much more we can say about. Disney Plus, and I don't know. I mean, I was going to bring this up, but does anyone? Do you guys have CBS All Access or anything? I've maybe been on it once or twice. Yeah, do yeah. you still have it? I still have it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it for the Star Trek stuff, but I, I think that if I was going to get into that, that'd probably be the only reason why. Yeah. I don't think there's that much on CBS to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched like a couple episodes of The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of interesting. I like did their too. Reboot of it. Yeah. Was I didn't get with, into um, it. As Jordan much, Pe- Jordan Peele's. Yeah, Twilight he like Zone. narrates mm-hmm. it. And I think he produces it and like yeah. some of the episodes like some of the episodes are a little more interesting than others. I never finished mm-hmm. it, but it's probably like a but, year ago I watched it. But it's interesting how they get people to come in. So like something like CBS All Access, like someone like me, like mostly what I've been watching on that is like the Star Trek content they have. So I feel like when they kind of have that stuff where it's like, all right, like we know people are gonna wanna get this service just specifically for this, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I think you're seeing that with some other channels too. And you you kind of just triggered a thought that I was going to bring up when you mentioned the word reboot, especially with this virus. All these services are, are now trying to do more of like throwback stuff to and re and rebranding mm-hmm. it. They're making a reboot of Say by the Bell. Mm-hmm. I just read today that the French Prince of Bel Air is going to become a drama. Like really? they're re- they're recreating it as a drama, deep drama. As yeah. if there wasn't any many dramatic scenes in there already. You no, know, Will Smith's father is leave leaves him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets shot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's they, there's dramatic moments yeah. in that. Like, uh, why why would? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that idea. Well, did you hear what they want to do with it though? They want to kind of because Will Smith was really bummed out about like the reception of Gemini Man, so they're gonna de-age him and he's gonna play a younger version of himself. In that, is that did I read that right, John? I think I maybe saw that. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Scraping the bottom of the barrel, I guess. <laughs> Not that a, not to derail this, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. Apparently, Disney Plus is they're going to reboot uh, Corey in the House as like a musical. Do you guys see that? No. Yeah. Who are they getting to play Corey? Uh, I think the kid from uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Lucas. Luke. All right. I think it said it's going to be like a soft reboot because I think that it's still going to be the same actor as the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chef Victor. Yeah, who's playing Chef Victor? Yeah, uh, same guy, same actor. <laughs> Somebody should ask that to Trump at like one of these like press briefings. <laughs> like if he ever watched Corey in the house, <laughs> what his thoughts are on it. I forgot about that show. Yeah, you think Murray's into that show? Uh, Murray might be. I, don't know. I think he's watched everything and anything that's on Disney Plus. He should be in jail if he's into into Corey in the house. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's, I don't know, I'm sure he's watched it, right? But that man, I I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I think Mari's really a big fan of? Which is also includes Chef Victor. I think he's really into that uh, cousin Skeeter. Was he the dad in that? I think so. He was. Really? He was, yeah. I think Mari was talking about that on the phone when I was outside one time. Cousin Skeeter. There's so many like questions I, I've developed just from looking back at like the shit that we used to watch as kids. Mm-hmm. Like, how did Cat Dog go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. It's the important questions, right? I'm of the mu- I'm of I'm of the belief the that it's a one-celled organism, so that the urine, urinary tract lines are all connected together, and the cells are reused as energy and other uh, sources of fuel for the organism to survive. We're going to talk about Cat Dog, and you guys have brought this up. Wasn't the antagonist in that show was it Rancid Rabbit? <laughs> Rancid Rabbit, yeah. Rancid remember rabbit. Winslow. Winslow Goodfellow. Is he the big, like, businessman rabbit? Rancid yeah, Rabbit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Winslow was great in that show. I liked Winslow. Yeah. He was the blue rat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, he, he had, like, a Murray-esque kind of, like, terrible Brooklyn accent. What's the, uh... The weirdest, like, Nickelodeon cartoon you guys can think of. Not the ones coming to my mind off the top of my head, but... Uh. You know, it was a, Chalk Zone was pretty weird. That was out there. That was a show where I was just like, why is this... Like, what audience is this for? <laughs> you know? I definitely want to do a Netflix, uh, a Nickelodeon episode. That'd be a cool one to do we down could. the line. Most of their, like, their shows are all on CBS. Oh, all right. Access, yeah. I was just on it last night. Well, it kind of ties into what we're talking about now, because... I think Rocco's Modern Life's getting a new life on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's getting a whole I reboot. I saw that like movie they did. Like I, I watched that. Yeah. It was it was interesting. I never got into Rocco's Modern Life that much. I don't know. That was that one was out there. Yeah. There were a few like I'm trying to think and I don't I think these were like Canadian cartoons. But do you remember like my dad is a rock star or something? Yeah, yeah. but the, that was that one. the um the Gene Simmons from Kiss cartoon. Yeah. yeah. What was the other one? There was one there's with a, like a there's kid a, in a wheelchair. There's a Beetlejuice Pelswick. cartoon on on Nickelodeon. Pelswick. No, was it Pelswick? There's a kid in a wheelchair. I can't imagine they <laughs> had more uh, what, than what's, one what's, cartoon. What's, oh, Yakety Yak. That was. What's the one with the cats? Cat Scratch. Cat Scratch. Yeah. I remember. Cat one of the worst ones that comes to my mind was the uh, the Jimmy Neutron spinoff with Sheen, Planet Sheen. Oh God. That one was bad. Yeah. What was the premise of that? I he went to, to space. IMDb. I forgot about Cat Scratch. What was that? That was like the three cats that lived like in their own. <laughs> they had some like mansion. <laughs> One was like Scottish. They're, I think they were all Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron's goofy pal Sheen Estevez accidentally gets himself sent to another planet, millions of light years from Earth. Obviously, only lasted like one. Not even a full season? Yeah, 28 episodes. 28? Yeah, which, uh, I mean, it was only on for, like, it was only on for, like, two years, so two, 28 episodes across two years yeah. is not, for cartoons. The Jimmy Neutron uh, show was good. Jimmy, that's what I, yeah. Jimmy I Neutron was good. I forget that that started as a movie before it was the cartoon. I like the movie, the movie too. It was good, too. I like the movie. <laughs> yeah. That was one of those ones where I think I rented it from Blockbuster, like, a ton of times, you know. <laughs> Maybe you don't remember this. I don't know how I remember it, but I remember we went to like a. It was probably like a Phantoms game. That's probably mm-hmm. how long ago it was. Yeah, and I remember like you must have had like a CD player with like the Jimmy Neutron, mm-hmm. and like Dad was getting all like 
anxious about people like grabbing stuff and i remember like you said back to him like it's just the jimmy neutron's like soundtrack who's not gonna steal that <laughs> still going at great lengths to hide it like under the seat and yeah. cover it with stuff yeah and, yeah, he used to do that a lot. Like, we'd, you know, if he had your CD player, like, CDs, like, he'd, you know, hide them under the seat. But that's true. Yeah, like, who would want to steal the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack? <laughs> do you remember those those portable video now players? I had one of them. You, yeah. I remember you I had, had one. one. I, had, I had the black and white one. I had a blue one. I remember I had... Well, no, I meant, like, that the picture was black and white. Like Oh, my... The, the, the shows uh, were in black and white. Yours was color, right? Col- it was color, yeah. and it was, like, blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember I had like a Batman episode from like the Batman series, mm-hmm. uh, Drake and Josh. Yeah, Drake and Josh was a great show. Drake and Josh was good. Yeah, when's that getting a reboot? Is that getting a gritty reboot? Probably not. No. <laughs> they had like three mo- movies after the show was done. Mm-hmm. I remember the one Christmas one, Big Bowl Shrimp. I think it was it's called Big Bowl Shrimp. Oh, is that what it's called? Is that the episode? I, I, can kind of, I can, like, imagine it, but I can't think of what it was called. I, I know they did a Christmas one. Mm-hmm. I remember the Christmas one. They had yeah. one, like, about, like, like, like two big shrimp or something like that. It was some, Wasn't there one where they, it was, like, they went to Japan or something? I yeah. Think. I, you know what annoys me so much? Josh. I, can't, I don't know why. Nail. Like, his presence on, like, social media is just, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's just annoying. Explain. I I, I just think he's annoyed. Just the way he like delivers stuff and all that. It's just annoying. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> we don't have to <laughs> get too in depth about it. So was it what else do we want to talk about? Talk about what we're watching. Well, I guess we'll, yeah, so it's actually funny. Today I actually just got like the subscription service for Peacock, which you know, I think now like I def when I was on it and I kinda looked at the free version at first, I definitely think it was something that I probably could have gone without getting right away, but uh, mm-hmm. the one show that's coming out in a couple of weeks, AP Bio, I like, and they just put the trailer out for it, and they put the trailer out for the MacGruber show. So those are things that I think are like their premium content, which mm-hmm. you can only watch like the full seasons of it with their that subscription. But there's a lot of like cult type movies on there. Um, there's I think there's a lot of like I know HBO Max has a lot of. Uh, like classic, like Turner classic movies. I know Peacock TCM has stuff. like Hitchcock yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely yeah. a lot. Of, I think they have the Bourne movies. So it, it definitely looks like something want to check out. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest setback for it is that it's not on Roku or Amazon or uh, Amazon yeah. Fire device. Yeah, I gotta wonder why that's not on those. You know. Mm. Yeah. Are you gonna check out the Say by the Bell reboot? I don't really have any interest in that. But <laughs> is that gonna be on Peacock? I think so. They yeah. they have like. When you go on their app, at the bottom, it has trailers for stuff that's coming out, and I think they had one for Saber. Pizza time. Let's pencil that for a minute. Mm-hmm. I think we should take a quick break, fill these beers up, drain the main vein, you know. See some more tigers. See some more tigers, yes. But yeah, we'll- yeah, I think we should take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the Peacock service. Sounds good. I saw a Tiger Sour IPA. It is a tart, unfiltered IPA brewed with Citra and Columbus hops and conditioned on orange and lemon peel. I, you know what? I am I am not feeling this beer that much. I don't know. I'm just... Is it just me or... I, I'm with you, dude. I, I, I don't... Yeah. John, what did you bring? You know, this is... The, I saw a Tiger Sour IPA. You know, I... 
you know, I think it's all right. I think it's grown on me a little bit. But, you know, this is the beer that, you know, my dad gave me and he wanted us to review on this episode. You know, he really swears by it. and It tastes like a Sour Patch Kid. Oof. I got yeah. uh, just a full, like, yeah. full taste of just sour in my mouth. Like, I, I can't even drink this, dude. If, if we called him, would he answer? He might. Can yeah, we get him on and kind of see what, what his thoughts are on yeah, it? Yeah, let's get him to, uh, you know, give a defense of the, uh, the Tiger. All right. Let's, let's give him a call. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dad. You uh, you are on post-credit bruise. <laughs> we, uh, you know, the, the I Saw a Tiger beer, you know, it's getting some mixed reviews here. I think, you know, you got to provide a little bit of uh, defense for it. <clears throat> well, the I Saw a Tiger beer is, is a different, it's kind of an offshoot from the uh, Philly Vice. You know, it, it's kind of, uh, it's a beer with, the yeah, you know, it's kind of like a like a taste of uh, like a fruity taste. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's like or- a, orange and lemon peel, right? Yes, yes. It was just pretty it was sour. Really, really sour. That's yeah. the thing that I I got out of it. Well, it is a sour. It, it is supposed to be a sour. You know, it's like a like the you the Philly Vice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the like purple that. can, right? Yeah, yeah. Saw it at Phillies games. I know last mm-hmm. summer. Now, you're a big fan of the sours, right? I like the sours. Yeah. What is the best sour IPA you'd say that you've had? Your favorite? Uh, my favorite sour. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I don't know. Free Will has some some good sours. Um, I, I like the Philly Vice as a sour that's a good that's a good one so how, how did you come across this beer i've never knew there was like a tiger king beer out there it, uh, we were me and mom went to concha like actually it was the day after we got back from the shore we were riding out out to uh phoenixville we, we were we went to a to the mall up in limerick and then we figured we'd stop in phoenixville and we were at the concha there and then they had it there. I saw the tiger. <laughs> it's the first time yeah. I've heard of that. And that and the one giant leap. You know, they came. There were two new ones I hadn't heard of, heard about. Good releases. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were you? One giant leap's good too. Yeah. Did you Did you watch Tiger King? I did. Did you enjoy it? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trash TV. At its best. What what stood out to you with it? <sighs> what stood out? I, I did, they're, they're losers. I mean, you know, the people are just the dregs of society down there. The bottom of a barrel of Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, you know, just scraping the toilet bowl and, you know. Now, that... I don't know if you they're doing a uh, like a crossover where like Vanilla Ice goes down and visits like the zoo with some of like the Amish. What are your thoughts on that? I would I would enjoy that. Did you, what was that? Vanilla Ice goes to the tigers. Yeah. What was that show? Vanilla Ice goes Amish or something? I think so. Yeah. Let's get back to the beer from it though. Like, I do like the citrus in it. Hmm. I'm getting a lot of that. That tastes really good. In the I saw a tiger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's definitely a, a, a different body and blend that I that I could a combination that I've had before. And what's yeah. Im- impressive to me is that it's only a four percent alcohol. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not super heavy. A lot of those, a lot of those, like the the sours are lower in alcohol. Not as much. Or, you know, they're not like the four fours and fives. You know? mm-hmm. It's not a but sour monkey. That's pretty heavy. Yeah, would you put uh, categorize this in, in with that kind of mold, like a sour monkey? I yeah, uh, sour monkey's good. All of the sour monkeys, nine point five. <laughs> that's, that's the, yeah. The the regular sour monkey. I mean, they they did come out with a uh, the tart monkey. Did you have that? No, no. Have some. Is good. We both have. Dad and I have some of those at home. We haven't mm-hmm. had yet though. Crack open. Well, he's had it. But. We were going to review a yards variety pack, but then, and then John said that. Under your recommendation, we tried this, so we we went with this. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely one for the for the books. I've I've never had anything like this before. Yeah, the can's really inviting. The can's really cool. I like that's tiger. like that's like something like you would. That's something I think you would. You could see hanging in like on the back of someone's bar. Like if you're like, yeah. a, like a can collector. Mm-hmm. Have it on like a canvas yeah, or something. Well, well, Dad, Dad, he is a can collector. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of cans. Now, when you collect cans, do you like? Is it are they full beers or are they like cracked? Well, they're empty beers. Oh, empty. Okay. See, like yeah. I, I, the ones that I collect are like just full beers. Like, like I take one, drink some of them, and I keep one that's untouched. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the the liquid will eventually disintegrate, but an unopened can is yeah. just that's the way I go when I collect mm-hmm. the cans. Yeah. There's some of that. Uh... Colt 45 can in there from a few years ago. Yeah. Try that sometime. What did you say you were going to have this weekend, Dad? The winter warmer ale? We have two winter warmers in there that's going to be sent back to you guys. You got to. Oh, is it reviewed? That, it? That, that dates back to the Knives Out review, I think. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. It was like a more like a porter stout type beer. We didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I. I'm not as crazy about the heavy beers like that. I mean, they have the, all the peanut butter and chocolate beers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get into that stuff. Anyway. Yeah, there's certain kind, there's certain things you just don't want. To, it sounds like they'd be good in a beer, and then it just kind of just falls on its face. Yeah. We were just that yeah. we were just that crooked eyed over the weekend, and they have have a great variety of things there. I really like that brewery a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I like crooked eye. I like that that. I mean, Artifact is good, too. You've been there, haven't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool. They So we drove by them, too. They had a smoker outside, and they were serving food out of a smoker. Oh, yeah? That was pretty cool. Yeah. But the, 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 cro- the, the, yeah, the Crooked Eye Band was playing on Saturday. They were really good. Mm-hmm. They had to try to go down to the Glenside, Bill's Best. Down in Glenside. It's a brewery? It's a new one he found, yeah. 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 Actually, I think it's been there for about a year, but I... You'd never heard of it, right? I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have some good beers. Mm-hmm. That'll be one of your next ones. We'll to try it. Get a growler. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I tried the one that you had at home, the uh, Sunshine Rainbows Lollipops. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good beer. 
So we have a grading scale for our, our, our reviews. How many on a scale of one to five? How many brews would you give give this one? You're talking to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The I saw a tiger. The I saw a tiger. Saw a tiger. How many between between one and five? What would I give it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three point five. Three point five. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give it a three. It's growing on me. Mm -hmm. The the, yeah. the the first the first sip couple of sips I was not a big fan of but it's starting to settle in. I'd give it a three. Yeah, yeah. I, was say, I would go three as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you think Joe Exotic would like this one, Dad? I think he would. Yeah. Tiger, it's named after him. Yeah. We'll have to send some to the penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> you guys are having something big for the fest this weekend, right? I don't think I don't think so. I'm going away this weekend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you going to observe uh, virtual, yeah, fest? virtual fest? Virtual fest. Yeah. Old man Nolan having something? I I don't think he is. No. He was going to have something on Friday, but he told my dad he was going to Crooked Eye, which is why my dad went with me on on Saturday. He never never yeah. showed up. Yeah. Yeah, we might do something. He was going to he was going to do something on Friday, but I don't think he's going to have anything. Do you think Billy's having something? I asked him about Billy. He said I, I told him to invite Billy up, but uh, I don't think he's. Uh, do it, do he's up for that. Do a brewery tour. Yeah. Well, he mentioned that. I told him about that. Bill's best. He said we should get a Uber and go around <laughs> yeah, so there you go I don't know check the different different breweries out got a good feeling about the Flyers what's that you got a good feeling about the Flyers yeah they're uh, actually they probably started the uh, third period yeah. I got a prediction I, I think they're going to win the cup and then they're just going to be a prey on Broad Street and then it's just going to spike up those coronavirus <laughs> cases in Philly again <laughs> Yeah, virtual parade. Two one, they're winning two one. There's a half a period left. That's good. So. Anytime, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, that's true. What's that? Any anytime, anywhere. That's like their their yeah. their playoff slogan. Yeah. Kind of miss seeing gritty on the screen though. Yeah. <laughs> we like gritty. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Any any final thoughts? No, it's good. You guys are, you know, testing out all the different beers around, you know. Yeah. You got to check. Did you do any crooked eyes? or? No, so I think that's one of the things we're going to try doing next. Mm -hmm. We're going to see if we can get us like a six-pack from there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you should get, yeah, try all the, the local ones. You can get at least the, you know, I think the Artifact has, uh, I know they have the, the you know, the Crowlers. Mm-hmm. I think I think you can get canned in there. I'm not oh, the 16 ounce, but yeah. Um, I know it, at Pals you can get the the Cape May. I mean, not the I'm sorry, the the Crooked Eye IPA on tap. Mm. Where's that? At, at Pals Tap House. It used Where's to be that? used to be Calways up right by the DMV. Oh okay. Mm -hmm. They they sponsor my softball team. Oh okay. Yeah, and, and they they had they you can get growlers there too. So. Maybe that's how I'll do it. Maybe let's get the um the crooked eye IPA from Pals. Yeah, we'll have to look around. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good stuff. You know, one of these days, you can, then you can do the 
Bucks County, go to Naked and Lost Mill. All of them. Yeah. Are we still are we still reigning champions at at Quizzo and Naked Brewing Company? I think we might be. Yeah. Last time we were there, we were, we were the champs at Quizzo. I don't think I don't think no one's beaten us yet. Yeah. Because there's that at uh, Naked Brewing Company. We went right. We went right before the right before the virus broke out. I think we're they're still the reigning champs of a uh, Quizzo. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah but thanks for yeah, thank yeah. thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us some insight into this beer. Yeah, it was no, helpful. No, no problem. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, you gotta. It's just, you get, it's, it's, your palate, you know, has to go into the different beers. You know, it's like, okay. it's what we're trying. <laughs> so we're we're gonna have to. We're gonna keep coming back to you as our connoisseur yeah. in, in all things brew, brews and and craft beers. Mm-hmm. No, no problem. Just you know, let me know when you guys uh, be glad to come on. Yeah. All right. We'll keep you posted. All right. Thanks for thanks for joining us. All right. All right. No, take no care. No problem. See ya. Welcome back to Post Credit Brews with Matt and Dave. Okay, so anything else you gotta say about Peacock? What was the last thing we talked about with it? I forget. I mean, we we're good with Peacock. Then then do we just want to jump into like we we're saying HBO Max and stuff? You have that, don't you? It has. Yeah. So I mean, like with what John was saying earlier, like with with H- we already had the HBO subscription, so it's like you just got HBO Max tacked onto it. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the same price, all that stuff, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been liking this a lot. I know like you really were kind of talking to me about it in the beginning, John. And then, you know, I, I you know, got it and, and logged in on it and everything. And it's it's really good. It's I, I think it has, like, probably the best, like, movie selection of, like, any of the streaming services. But, uh, you know, I think it's kind of lacking in some, like, original content. Like, they don't have too much. I think they're trying to, to build that up. But, uh, you know, it's everything. It's HBO. It's all, like, the shows that you would watch on, like, TBS, TNT. Um, they have a big, like, DC thing, so it's a lot of, like, Batman, Superman stuff. So it's it's cool. When you talk about, like, original content with these streaming services, I think they're all definitely hurting because of this virus or because they're not able to produce things right now. But I think once mm-hmm. things things start getting lifted and things start getting back to normal, yeah, it's just going to be all about shows. I think shows are going to be taking over more than movies are. Mm-hmm. Well, I... um. A professor that I had in my class last semester said uh, she thinks, like, animation is, like, one thing that's, like, really going to take off from all this because I think a lot of people either already had the technology to use it at their homes or they were, like, kind of given it before so that way they could, like, continue to work. Because that's, you know, if you guys watch any of those Simpsons or Bob's Burgers or stuff on Hulu, like, before, like, the ad comes up for it, like, it has a return date. So, like, it says when all those shows are returning. So, they've mm-hmm. been able to, like, continue on their work. I think as far as, like, original content with HBO Max, I think it just kind of got left behind with what they'd already had done before this is already. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can see our review for An American Pickle on the blog. Mm-hmm. But I think that was probably something that they already had done, you know, months ahead of time. That's right. Yeah. You just posted that. Check that out. Postcreditbrews.blogspot.com. An American Pickle. American Pickle. Yeah. You, I guess, did either of you guys watch it yet or no? I watched it. What did yeah. you think? I, I thought it was good for like what it was. It was I thought okay. it was good. Yeah, 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 that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see it. Yet. I'll check it out. Yeah, and I mean, it. I don't th- like. I think you worded it really well in the review, John, where it was like you didn't think you wasted your time watching it, but you also didn't really feel like, you know, it was. Yeah. It was that much. You know, I, 
I remember it right now, but in, you know, two, three weeks' time, I'm not probably not really mm-hmm. going to remember it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think they kind of, there were a lot of things that they already had prepared to release. Um, I think, com- like, this fall, I feel like we're going to hit a period where, like, we're not going to see a lot of new television content. Um, I kind of agree with what your professor saying, John, with, like, animation. I think that's going to be start, like, booming pretty quick. Yeah. But, um, you know, something is in, like, original content, like... I, it's weird because I think like certain shows. I'm kind of jumping streamers here, but like I haven't heard any like Stranger Things was supposed to premiere this December, right? I haven't heard anything about that moving. Well, I hadn't um, heard. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, they definitely probably filmed like half of that because they put yeah. out promotional like material mm-hmm. for it. So you don't. I mean, you don't do that Quick. unless you probably have like fifty yeah. percent of what you're doing done. Yeah, I think I remember they even like a promo for that came out in like January or like December. Yeah, I think I you feel, might be right. That's yeah. like Fargo. They had like eight out of their ten episodes recorded. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I finally, they no. finally put a date out for that because it seems like right about now is when things are kind of continuing. People to, are going back to set and, yeah. and things. Yeah. So they, I guess how they're these things are starting to struggle to come back. Do you think they're going to go right for the release all at once like Netflix does? Or do you think they're going to take like the Mandalorian approach and maybe mm-hmm. release one at one episode each week or so? So are you saying, like, things that have already been filmed? Yeah. Okay. If they're just going to do, like, the weekly thing or... I guess it depends on what they're going to be on, you know? Um, I think, like, Disney Plus, I think their whole thing is just dropping it every week versus something... Oh, HBO is the same way, like, every week uh, versus something like Netflix where, like, I think they're always going to have that, like, you can just binge it over an entire weekend Mm -hmm. type thing, you know? There's appeals to both, I and mean, people love the binge. I mm-hmm. love binging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, when you'd watch, like, Lost or, like, one of those older shows where it was, like, every week you knew, all right, I know, like, a new episode of, like, this is going to come on tonight. I like that with The Mandalorian and different shows like that, so. Do you think there's content overload with all these services coming at you at once? Like, there's definitely too much for for me to watch. I, I mm-hmm. think a little bit. and it's I a think- lot. That's where you kind of figure out, like, so, like, an American Pickle, like, I've probably had HBO Max, I've had HBO Max since it came out, like, the end of May. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I've ever watched on it. Yeah. And it's just, like, you first get on it, and you're kind of overwhelmed, because you already have, like, mm-hmm. your established things that you're watching on other services. Yeah. And then it's, you see all these things that you want to watch on them, but you kind of don't know where to start with it. Mm-hmm. So, at least, like, personally, like, it takes me a little bit to be able to get into them, but, like, you know, looking at HBO Max, and, you know, looking at Peacock today, as I did... Like, there's definitely stuff on there I want to watch, and I know, like, I'll get mm. to it, so. Eventually, yeah. Like, I, some, I find myself, like, I don't remember the last time I was on Hulu, but I'm paying for Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, if I'm paying for, like, and I'm not using it every day, like, is it, even worth, is it worth the money? They're like, yeah. that's, I think that's a thought that a lot of people are, are having with yeah. all this stuff coming. Because, like you said, there's certain things on, on, one pro, on one service that you like, but there's a whole bunch of other things that you like that are on another one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I remember I did a class in college. It was called The Future for TV. It's pretty much what this episode, we're going to call this episode, mm-hmm. or what's going on with TV. And we had to do a project, and we had to come up with a way to fix TV for the future. And my group and I decided we were going to. I've always been preaching for this, like a pay per channel, like bundle package, where if you get like basic cable, you're getting like 80 channel, channels. I watched maybe six channels out of mm-hmm. all that, not excluding three six ten. You know, like the the network TV yeah, stations. Yeah. So why can't I? Why why am I paying for eighty, ninety, hundred 
channels that I'll never put on once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When all I watch is like three or four or five channels every day, you know? And I think that's a thing. Isn't there like Sling TV Sling, or something? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I don't know yeah, anyone that's ever that. had But I don't that, think yeah. the options are as exclusive or as lucrative. As one. Yeah. Yeah, so I, like, if it was strictly like paying for the content that you watch, mm-hmm. I don't even know if these streaming services even take off. So would you say the solution to that is like like we had talked about earlier, like these um, networks kind of like connecting with these streamers? So maybe doing like something like a, um, from what we were saying, like AMC on Amazon or, or something like that. Like, do you see that happening? I could see down the line, Netflix strikes a deal with ABC mm-hmm. where they premiere on Channel 6, then they go right to Netflix the next day. Mm-hmm. Just to get that whole like the the viewership aspect and the the fanfare, the premiere type of thing, yeah. See, I feel like the one thing you got to consider though when you're talking about these like these like networks and is that like I think over the last like ten years, like we kind of talked in the beginning, like we've been so preconditioned to be getting like getting used to the binge, like where it's okay, you know, this show is on the network uh, on Thursday, but I can watch it on a streaming service tomorrow, mm-hmm. anytime that I want to. I can watch it, you know, in the middle of the night when I wake up in the morning. So that's kind of how what our attitude is like. So I feel like the networks. I think in the next couple of years we're just going to see them like they're not they're just going to link up like you mentioned they're just going to link up with these streaming services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we can move away from this. It's the whole concept of just, you know, having it right at like your fingertips. Like you can just the go convenience right to it. There. Con- convenience. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you bring up a good point because and now with the we were talking about this earlier like our whole worlds are just so consumed by screens. Everywhere we go, there's a screen. There's something to watch on. Yeah. Your phone, your iPad. You can go on a plane and watch and watch like mm-hmm. Breaking Bad on on your iPad on a plane. Type of thing. Like, yeah. who would have thought that would have been a thing? Like, when we were like nine, ten years old. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like we were like nine, ten years old. We were recording episodes on VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Watching it that way. Putting the putting the tape into the external VCR. one. did you have one of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We thought we we thought we were the the hottest shit when we had the the VHS DVD player combo. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, throwback, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here, like ten years from now, you know. But I guess before we jump into more of that talk, I think one last streamer we kind of wanted to talk about was Apple TV, right? Yeah, I kind of forgot about Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, that's fine. I did too. They don't really advertise <laughs> that much for it. See, the thing I will defend with Apple TV is I think as opposed to something like a Disney Plus or, you know, like an HBO Max, was they went into it with a plan because they started with, like, I think four shows and it was like the morning show, mm-hmm. C with Jason Momoa and I think two other, like four All Mankind, maybe yeah. one other show. But, like, and then I think around, like, early December, they released that, like, M. Night Shyamalan show, which was pretty interesting, and I enjoyed it. It was, like, Servant. Mm-hmm. And then, like, pretty much successively, like, every week, every other week, they've released, like, some shows. And I think they've kind of alternated. Or maybe, I think most of their shows, I think maybe, like, kids' stuff they release all at once. But I think their other stuff they do weekly. Yeah. And I think it's just a really smart model. And granted... Mm-hmm probably a lot of the people aren't even talking about the shows that they're being released on there. Yeah. So I think that's a fair counterpoint to what I'm saying, but I think it was really smart that they went in 
with a plan and having mm. all this content already developed and shot. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think I, I think it's safe to say I think their flagship is definitely the morning show, right? Yeah. That's like the show that they're kinda of really banking on people to to buy subscriptions for. But outside of that, like the morning show and the only other show I watched on that was Defending Jacob with uh with Chris Evans that I thought was pretty good. But that looked interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was based on a book. But, you know, outside of that, there hasn't really been much on Apple TV that's made me want to want to watch more mm-hmm. on it, you know. Um, but then again, like, I, I think it kind of takes some time for some of these streamers to kind of pick up some, like, momentum. So, like, something I read today is, like, Martin Scorsese is going to start, like, making movies for, like, Apple TV and, like, TV shows. So that's, like, a draw for me. Like, yeah. that would draw me well, to, that's, like, Well, I think service. one big thing that Apple TV pulled off was they got that Tom Hanks movie, Greyhound. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't watched that yet. But, yeah, like, you know, five, you know, probably four or five months ago, like, that was a theatrical movie. You know, and they got that on their service as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, a Hulu or Netflix. It's a big deal. Yeah. But let me ask you, though, with being exclusive to Apple TV, you get some of this exclusive content don't you think that that kind of hurts overall viewership what so what do you mean in terms of like overall viewership like i'm a big fan of martin scorsese but i don't have apple tv mm-hmm. so how am i gonna watch this so you, you kind of just lost you kind of just lost a lost a, a viewer in, yeah. in that regard right but yeah and i guess i would counter that with saying like i'm a big enough fan of martin scorsese that you so like that would draw me to want to be like all right because like like, for example, like, the next movie he's doing is going to have both, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. That's going to be a big movie. Yeah. Um, and, you know, something like The Irishman, like, I don't think Netflix wanted to shell out the amount of money, the budget that that movie had, whereas, like, Apple is willing to see how successful that movie was for Netflix, and they're like, all right, well, like, we'll give him all this money to make this movie. So, you know, I, I think that's a draw, but at the same time, like, I'm a big enough fan of him where, like, yeah, like, I would pay for that, you know, that, what is it, five bucks a month, I think it is? Yeah. To to get mm-hmm. that content. But you're right though. Like then I kind of question I'm like, all right, well the only two shows I watched were the morning show and Defending Jacob. So is it really and I'm already done those shows. Mm-hmm. So is it really worth it for me to have this streaming service? And I think those are the decisions that people are making. I think a lot of people did the same thing with Disney Plus. It's like, all right, like all eight episodes of The Mandalorian are done. I'm waiting for Falcon and Winter Soldier to come on. <laughs> You know, no, it's funny because I like, I had friends and they were like, yeah, man, like do do the free trial week of Disney Plus when all the Mandalorian episodes are out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, don't don't waste your time. Yeah, before yeah. they're all done, yeah. you can just watch them in like a day. Mm-hmm. This is like such an interesting debate too because there's it's so there's pros and cons to both sides of of all this. Because what I'm talking about is me trying to as a consumer trying to discover new content mm-hmm. and not being able to see the things that look appealing because I because I don't what if I couldn't afford it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, you know. No, but but like I think we've talked about it, where you add these numbers up, and yeah, like I think if I actually like added them all up, and I was like, I pay this much for Netflix, I pay this much for HBO, like you're just like, that's like more than a cable, you know? Yeah, it's more than a cable bill. And I I I've done away with cable. Mm -hmm. I use YouTube TV. Yeah, yeah. I you like that you speak. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? Like, yeah, we get we get some things on there that I don't channels that i don't usually watch but it's mm-hmm. not overbearing like i get just the right amount of stuff that, yeah. that i need mm-hmm. and you know i've seen i've seen it how you have it here and i think you get more channels with the youtube tv than you do with the hulu live because mm-hmm. the hulu live's not bad either and maybe they've changed it since they've yeah. done like fx but they I, you definitely get more channels with the youtube tv yeah they bumped it up to 65 dollars mm-hmm. a month because yeah. now we get now we get a 
Nickelodeon, and we get Paramount, and we get MTV. Those are some yeah. big acquisitions. Yeah, those I, are good. You know who I think is the unsung hero here, though? Is when you think about Amazon. Like, I already have Prime. So, like, I pay for that, like, once a year. Yeah. And, like, the Amazon Prime is included in that. Um, and I think Amazon has, like, some of the best content But I find, there, But I know? found with Amazon, a lot of the things that you go and say, oh, it's a Prime exclusive thing. And then it, it's just a lie because you go and click on it and it's like, oh, you got to pay. You got to pay to rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, there's a lot of false advertising with Amazon and their yeah. and well, that, what and their yeah. their vid, their Prime videos. Mm-hmm. That must be a new thing too, I guess, with like some of their rentals and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, I, I try watching that. Um, I'm gonna sound like a nerd. I try watching an episode because they had that Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. It was like a five part series. Yeah, across all those DC shows, mm-hmm. and the second episode was was on season one of Batgirl. Yeah. Only available on Amazon. Amazon. Uh, yeah. Video. Yeah. You go to click it and it's like, oh, you got to pay for this episode. I'm like, the fuck? Well, that's the thing with like the yeah. fire stick is like, you go on it and it's like, they show like ads for all this stuff. And it's like, sometimes it's like you click on it. It's like, okay, I can watch that with Prime. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's okay. Like that's a rental for like three bucks or, you know, I know the movies like King of Staten Island and stuff like that. They put a little banner at the bottom that's like, you know, like early access or rental or something, yeah. which is like, that's whatever you got to pay like the 20 bucks mm-hmm. for. But. Yeah. That's where I rent my movies though. On, uh, on I like, Amazon. I like Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Did you okay. see that the, what? I feel bad about saying you're a nerd for watching oh. that. <laughs> I just said I pay for CBS all access for the Star Trek content. <laughs> like, don't feel bad about that. I just, did you hear that, uh, I saw today on, on Twitter, I was going to bring it, I was going to mention it, but. Mm. The last blockbuster that's around mm. is now going to be available to rent. Like you can like rent a they, as they an convert, Airbnb. They convert into an Airbnb. I've yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's cool. I think that that was the coolest scene in Captain Marvel when she falls into a blockbuster. Into the blockbuster. Like, that's such a throwback. I yeah, miss blockbuster. Yeah, I liked going there. Yeah, blockbuster was cool. Yeah, I remember I used to rent when I was younger. I used to rent video games from. Yeah, there all video the games time. was a big thing there. Yeah. I can still picture, like, I can 100% picture how the how the one near us was, like, set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember the one when we used, at our old house where we used to live, that one. I remember going there on, like, a Friday night. Have I remember you, the new one, too, but the older one. <laughs> have you ever rented a movie from Blockbuster, got home, opened the cassette, or the box, and it was the wrong tape in there? Not that I remember. That happened to me, Maybe. like, three times. A couple times, yeah. That would have been. A, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my brother, and I, my brother and I always got a laugh out of it. My dad was furious. Like, he used to get upset. had to drive back in the car and go over there. Yeah, it's not a, not a happy camper about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think you want to rent like Toy Story and then Pulp Fiction's in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, did you guys have a thing you kept like renting and re-renting from there? Or? Uh, I think I taught Jimmy Neutron. I think I rented a lot. Yeah. I can't think of like repeat rentals, but I always like. I guess what what was the the hottest movie at the time? Mm-hmm. And we always just grab like a random movie, like if like the cover looked interesting, we yeah. just grab it. Well, that was always so disappointing when you wanted to go there and then you go in there on a Friday, whatever just came out that past Tuesday, you want to rent and then it's all taken. Like just but- going and just cho- choosing a random movie, mm-hmm. like Mac and Me. Like that's I saw Mac and Me the first time in a blockbuster. Through that, yeah. Well, that was they always had the shelf that was like dedicated to that movie, and it was like the empty, 
you know, it was just that thing on the back that was just like the picture of the cover, and it was like, yeah. was, you know, they were out of not available. So there was a knockoff blockbuster across the street from my house. It was called Movie Gallery, mm-hmm. and they closed. They just like shut down. I guess right, like yeah, when they like, they were starting to. I remember that. I, I think they shipped sale before Blockbuster did. I think, yeah. well, I think Blockbuster held on to well, their liquidation until like the very last minute. 2011, I think, right? That got out of there. And then, yeah, like 2010, 2011, I feel like is when the one closest to us. I think it was like Well, because they, they, had, they had the, the Blockbuster kiosks that were around. They were like almost as frequent as mailboxes. Well, Red, Red, Redbox is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Redbox is still a thing. I, I've gotten moves from Redbox. Yeah. Not in a while. Yeah. Not in a couple months. But. I, I walked by a Redbox today and I was just like. I want to stop by and see what's out, but like I don't think there's anything I really want to see, you know. But when that movie got right closed, I just remember I was riding my scooter with my brother around like the, and we were riding around the the back of that lot, mm-hmm. and that dumpster was just filled to the rim with just VHSs, yeah, of just movies. I think the big snack I got out of there was Recess School's Out. I think that was the thing. Movie. That was I would rent that a ton of times from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I remember that's a great Recess movie. School's Out. That's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you always had that one movie that you'd always kind of rent a lot, you know? Yeah. First Harry Potter, I think I rented a lot from there, too. Those were the days, like, Friday night, Parents, your parents went out, they ordered you a pizza, mm-hmm. got a blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were the days. So, keeping in the sense of talking about TV, I do remember, and I mean, this must have been back, like, 2006, I do remember renting a couple, and it was like they would scatter it. So I remember renting The Office from Blockbuster, but it was like you'd rent like disc one from season two. So you'd only get like episodes like one through six or something like that, you know? So that I remember, but that was like way, yeah. That was so, like toward the end of Blockbuster. So were you ever in like a situation where like you were, like this two was never available, but one, three, six, and five were? No, see, I don't, I don't think I really got into it where it was like, I, I think I just wanted to watch the show. Right. So, like, I don't think I was very into, like, making sure, like, all right, like, I got to watch episodes, like, 5 through 8 now, but all they have is, like, 9 through 12. Um, I know, so. I know you, you have a couple of them, and so I feel bad for I feel bad for those that spend all that extravagant money on, like, those DVD, mm-hmm. like, collection box sets of mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, a... The complete series of Lost. The I complete think. series of Lost, yeah. yeah. It's, like, yeah. this big extravagant, like, Dharma box or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's on Netflix. It's it's on Hulu now. Yeah, I I, I guess if you're a collector, it's it's worth it. But I was never. I just wanted to watch it. Yeah. Like I was never. You know. Like I, I want to collect this and have this. I know some people that, that like go and get those collector sets mm-hmm. just because of that. Just for that. Well, I yeah. like doing that for. Well, I like doing that for <laughs> yeah. movies. Yeah. Just because if anything, like I know that I always have that movie. Yeah. Regardless of if the streamer sticks mm-hmm. around. Yeah, you know, I I like doing that for me, but for shows, I yeah, I, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah, the Flyers one three one. Oh, awesome! That's good. <laughs> I always liked um, like the one thing that I'll always say is like for me, like Thirty Rock is an example of a show where like the first three seasons I think are great, and then after season three, like I just didn't feel the need to have to buy the seasons afterward, just because right. I was like, like I don't think the show is as funny as those seasons were. Same thing with The Office. Like, I mean, you know, The Office ran for nine seasons, but I only got the seasons up until when, like, Steve Carell was on. And then afterward, it was kind of just like, I didn't feel the need to have to go out and get it. Yeah, the the streaming services definitely have done away with uh, series, DVD purchases, rentals. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. that. We'll never see them again. Thing of the past. Yeah. It kind of wiped out Fye too. Oh, I liked Fye. Yeah. Still like, like the whole. Some of them. The whole. There's I'm, still a and few. Stre- and streaming can go beyond TV, music, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple. Yeah. Apple Music, mm-hmm. Pandora. You talk about radio. Yeah. Like it. What do you guys have? I use Apple Music. I use Apple Music. App, okay. Because I use that for um, the podcast. Postcard Bruce on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. There you go. But Spotify is a big one too. We're also on Spotify I, too. Yeah, I like Spotify. That's that's mine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's cool because you can like create your own mm-hmm. mixes, right? Yeah, I mean, you can create your own playlist. I mean, I'm sure you can do that on Apple Music too. But I guess like sharing it, like you can just be like, hey, like go check out like this. Yeah. But Spotify, my big thing with that is like the music they recommend is awesome. Like it's really it's like what you want to listen to, right? But yeah, I wish TV was like that too. <laughs> so, is there anything specifically any of you guys are watching that you really want to kind of try and promote on here? Or any good shows? Uh, well, I didn't want to recommend. I didn't mention it yet, but uh, on Netflix, uh, F is for Family. Bill Burr's comedy is really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you have ever watched any of it. I watched a little bit of the first season. Seen a few it's, episodes. It's around for four seasons. It's still still really really funny. Yeah, um, I definitely think it gets overlooked. But, mm. you know, definitely one of the better uh, shows that I've seen on Netflix in a while. It's been pretty good. What I've been watching on, on Netflix now is an example of one of those channel, unknown channels that th- kind of thrived off mm-hmm. of TV. And that's Pops uh, Shit's Creek. I hear it's good. Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I hear it's good. It's a simple like half-hour comedy. comedy. Yeah. They're, they're great. Yeah. The show's so funny. I hear it's I like Eugene Levy. <laughs> Eugene Levy. His yeah. son plays his son in that show. I didn't realize yeah, that until... Yeah. I heard he's good in it, too. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, yeah. Catherine O'Hara is, mm. is Moira. She's... Yeah. She's kind of a... Her, her accent's kind of annoying in the in the show, but mm-hmm. she, she's a comedic like, legend. Yeah. That's been on my list of like shows where it's like, you probably should watch this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Or I hear it's good. I started to impress a girl, but other than that... <laughs> <laughs> didn't go too far. No, th- no, but I, I, I gained a show out of it, so it yeah. worked in my favor. Yeah. The worst session I ever made was trying to impress a girl was watching Downtown Abbey. That was horrible. <laughs> Hated every minute of that show. Didn't work. <laughs> the show didn't work, and, and that didn't work either. Yeah. So. yeah. I guess a brief aside, what, uh, what show do you think Murray would have to watch to try and get Joan back? Raven's Home. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Raven's Home. Thinking something like a how to get away with murder or something like that. Yeah, maybe I think maybe Poldark what? on PBS or uh, maybe that's why he was watching all that Below Deck the one time. Yeah, maybe that's Snow, her show. Snowpiercer on TNT. Maybe she might like that. Yeah, I think she has a very kind of like or um her TV that that Nosferatu. I think she really likes uh or you know I think he was trying to watch to impress that like Troll Hunters on Netflix. Oh yeah, the animated show yeah. Trying to get her back. <laughs> I don't think he's getting her back. That's not happening. Yeah. Ugh. What about you? Um, what are you? What are you watching now? I, you know, what I've liked a lot is like more of like miniseries that are on TV. So like, I feel like HBO is like really big on that. So like earlier this year, I watched. Um, I know this much is true with Mark Ruffalo, where he plays the twin brothers and the one has schizophrenia. Um, I heard about that. I did, was, I did hear about that. That was really good. He was he was really good in that. 
and that was good. And then like something like like I'd recommend Chernobyl. Like I did a rewatch of that this year too, and that was that was awesome. And I still think that's like the funniest thing that the writer of that or the creator of that wrote the last two Hangover movies. <laughs> it's just like it's this really like serious dark like show. <laughs> and then you know you go back and watch something like The Hangover Part Three, and it's the same writer. <laughs> right. But uh, you know stuff like that. But also like a lot of it's like HBO. Like HBO, I think is just. The stuff that they put out is awesome. Um, whether it's like Watchmen or even like something like Succession, that show is really good. But um, in terms of now, I'm trying to think of. I'm not really watching anything too too crazy now. Yeah, I mentioned so, it in the last episode too. I think the seasons kind of play a big part in it too. It's the summertime right now, so mm, yeah, I'm not many people are, are in. I mean, we're all inside now because of the quarantine, but mm. usually no, everyone's out outside at the pool. Yeah. Doing for a run, going to the gym, doing different things. I don't know, happy, you know what I mean? That's yeah. not really in front it, of a TV like you were in the winter and the fall. Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say though too, and I think this is a good point to bring up is with like certain shows when we were talking about like the weekly thing, if they release it like once a week or if you just binge it. I think for me, and I don't know if any if you guys are like this too, but like if a show is really really good, then I I just want to keep watching, keep watching, keep watching. So, like, the example I always give for this is the fourth season of Breaking Bad, where I just remember, like, I would just watch, like, those last, like, I don't know, like, five or six episodes, and I just wanted to keep watching, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, one show that I watched this year that was really like that was, like, Ozark on Netflix, where, like, I just wanted to watch the next episode and the next episode, versus something like, like, I would say, like, House of Cards, when that was on. The first two seasons, few seasons or so, were really good. And then it got to a point where it almost felt like a chore having to watch the next episode versus something like, like I said, with like Ozark, where it was just like you were so like wrapped up in the story, you just wanted to continue watching. Right. Um, and you can spend an entire weekend just, you know, completing that entire season. Right. So you mentioned Ozark, which made me think of Jason Bateman, which made me think about Arrested Development. And that's a show that I think it's a really great, great case study for television in general mm. because. It was on network TV. Mm-hmm. wasn't as popular. Got, yeah, got kicked off because just because of network viewership and mm-hmm. ratings and stuff like that. Yeah, got a resurgence because of a a fan demand. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Community too. Yeah, yeah. It's it mm-hmm. comes and goes and yeah, the the fans really drive it. And that's kind of like the point that I was trying to get across earlier. But I think these streaming services might be stifling mm-hmm. discovery of, of of new content for the average consumer because. You know, if someone doesn't have all these services, they're not gonna be exposed to it as mm-hmm. as frequently. Yeah, and never yeah. and maybe never find like the hidden gem that they really think is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that's an example of maybe like trying to draw people in. So like Arrested Development coming to Netflix, you know, just bringing that's, people. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. So you know, with everything that we've said, like where where do we see TV ten years from now? my opinion i don't think tv is going to be around in five years mm-hmm. but like I, I, there's no way tv is going to be able to hold yeah. hold the way the, the internet's going nowadays and I, I think part of that is like maybe the tv that we're used to so like you know when we were younger versus what we're seeing now where yeah it's that's kind what of i'm like talking about blended thing but yeah i mean you're right like what does that look like and it's it's it, you know i guess it'll still be categorized as tv but like what does that look like you know so you know yeah i think i think these streaming services are only just going to get stronger and stronger 
Now they're just going to knock out some of these networks. And I think more and more people are just going to cut their cable. Mm. And it's just going to be gone. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's probably always going to be something that's going to have those like big, you know, big three, big four networks: mm-hmm. you know, Fox, ABC, yeah. NBC, CBS. But my fear is that Viacom's going to come, like, try to take control of all of the, all of this. Mm-hmm. Where you have to pay for an account, but you get all all the streaming services within that. So it's just going to be like cable. Again. I feel like they're going to try to yeah try to rebrand cable. And that's CBS, I'm pretty sure, Viacom, CBS or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's interesting in and of itself, is that, like, one of those just regular, like, basic networks has its own streaming service, you know? So it'll be interesting to kind of see if that continues to play out. Like, Peacock is the same way, like, NBC, ABC, you know, I mean, they're they're owned by Disney, so I can see them, like, connecting something with Disney Plus, or I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I think, like, services like Peacock is, like, like, there was always an app that you could get on these devices that was, like, NBC, and you could go on the next day, and it would have, like, the shows for their, like, network programs. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is, like, HBO Max has Warner Brothers, Peacock has Universal, and that gives them access to, like, more shows, other channels, and, like, other movies. So I think that's, now they're really in, like, a streaming service that probably in a couple of years can't compete with a Netflix or a Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I just bought a, a 55-inch TV. On my remote, there is a Disney Plus button, there's a Hulu button, and there's a Netflix button. Like, the ties are already turning. Like, Those are the big services. Yes. What kind of TV is it? It's a, a TCL Roku. Okay. I like it a lot. I think we have one of those at home now, too. Yeah. It does not need to be a Disney Plus button. No. I don't think. Yeah. But I think I think it's very telling for TV in itself, because... Those numbers on the remote are completely pointless pointless now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's tough, too. I mean, again, this is very, like, first-world problems. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like I spend more time trying to figure out what I want to watch than actually sitting down and watching something. Come on, Matt. Third-world countries are complaining about this, too. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I I'll go you, through yeah. and I'll go on Netflix on, like, a Friday night and I'm like... Do I want to watch this? Do I want to watch this? And then I can't find anything I want to watch, so I jump to Hulu. And there's nothing I want to watch, so I jump back to Netflix. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's... I think there's something to say where, like, you know, it almost sounds like too... Well, it's almost too much of a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Where there's just so much content and, you know, on paper it sounds good. It's like you can watch this whenever you want, whenever you want, but... I kind of miss, like, just kind of flipping through the channels and seeing, like, oh, this is on TBS? Like, I'll watch this. Something like that, you know? I've recent, uh, recently, since I just got YouTube TV for, for the house, mm-hmm. of, like, scrolling through, like, oh, wow, American Sniper's on TNT. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, like, going and searching American Sniper, which service is on? Oh, shit, I don't have HBO Max, but Matt does. Let me call and ask him if I can use his password to mm-hmm. log on to that. He gives me his password two hours later, and then I go on and I start watching it when yeah. it's already on TV. Yeah. And then by the time you get to that point, you're like, you know what, I don't even want to watch this anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Things like that, but I don't know. Do you you ever find that, John? Yeah, sometimes it definitely takes a while. That, like, that's why I kind of like going in where it's already like, all right. Like, I want to watch this show. I plan to watch this show, so I'm just going to go and watch mm-hmm. this. 
I think it's a lot. I mean, at least for me personally, I think it's a lot harder for me to pick like movies to watch. Yeah, like yeah. especially on like HBO Max and Peacock, like it's kind of overwhelming all like the stuff they have on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, one thing I did with HBO Max is like I went through all like like that's probably my favorite section. It's like the TCM section, so the yeah. Turner Classic Movies. And I just went on there and I just like added a bunch to my like watch list. So I'm like slowly trying to like go through that. But yeah, they have a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah. It probably could be said to this day, being like in college, hungover on Sundays, TBS had a great lineup throughout the day of just great movies. They still do. Yeah. FX does too. FX, TNT. FX, they they have an FX TV at the gym and like today it was playing like Ted 2. I've gone in and it's been playing tons of, it was playing American Hustle for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Still laughing. Yeah. I was watching John Wick on IFC the other, like a couple weeks ago. And you text me like, I'm at a brewery. That's like on, on one of the TVs yeah, in the Cro- background. Crooked Eye had sci-fi on the one like corner TV. It was John, they were playing John Wick too. Yeah. That's crazy though. And I think like, for me personally, like the, being like hung over after night at the bar and just laying in bed that next day, not getting out of bed all day. That's where I did a lot of my binging or, yeah. or I do a lot of my binging. Even if I'm not hung over, I'm laying in bed. Like when I wake up and I'm just, Hey, that's I, last time I started, I did one of those kind of binges. I was watching uh, space force on Netflix. Okay. I couldn't get, I couldn't get through it. Yeah. It was kind of could be hard to watch. Yeah. You did a good review on it. Oh yeah. It's also on postcreditbrews.blogspot.com. Yeah, I think that's the Check second, it out. second post on there. Definitely have more stuff coming soon. Probably by the time this is up, probably be some new and a new review or two up there. So, if anybody wants to contribute and and do a couple, if you have something you want to review for us, just let us know. Steve just decided he wanted to to write to write some stuff for us. So yeah, and you know, Steve's written some of the most popular stuff that we have on our blog. So you know, any kind of content, uh, you know, is definitely welcome. Um, you know, any kind of review or if, you know, you want to write a piece like kind of what we're talking about in this episode, uh, I'd definitely like to publish that on there. So This is another like, a great part, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like I said, this might be a recurring theme we kind of do. Like I said, like obviously TV has been changing a ton. Same with movies. So maybe somewhere down the line we'll kind of revisit this and kind of talk about where we're at. Yeah, but I think while we're in like a stalemate of of fresh new content mm-hmm. maybe this might be the opportunity to go back and take a look at a yeah some of the the classic things mm-hmm. that or things that we found yeah really good over the years so and we got some creative ideas coming up too so yeah so th- i think this was like just i want they're not they're not like filler episodes but this mm-hmm. is like these are like deep discussions that i think we've been we've been having a lot frequently mm-hmm. and we figured yeah. it would be a good use of time and and the airways to to make an episode out of it so talk about it yeah, yeah th- they came out great the 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 future of of cinema was a great episode mm-hmm. the future of tv is equally as good if, if even better yeah you know? yeah so leave a comment dm us just kind of let us know what you think yeah, our social media is always active mm-hmm. facebook twitter yeah instagram all yeah, we're, we're all on there yeah 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 but at the end of the day just grab a cold brew mm-hmm. watch our review listen to our, our review Mm-hmm. Read our review on the blog. Yeah. And with that being said, this is Postcode of Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.